Andrew, doesn't that music fill you with so much joy? You don't... You, you don't... You really don't realize how much you miss something until it, like, comes back around, and then you're just like, oh my god, how... How did I survive... Six months. Like, the summer without football? Six months. That's crazy, Six. man. Six months, no football. That theme song come, That theme song could come on in the middle of fucking June, and I'd just... I'd... I'd get full on into fall mode. It's, like, it's, it is, it's it's crazy because like they hire like people to just make these like short little songs that don't even have words, and then right. they end up like changing lives. <laughs> I, I mean, I, that I mean, god damn, how long has that been the NFL on Fox song? The better part of twenty years. Yeah, I was about to say like I I've been at least in elementary school since that was a thing, and they haven't changed it. And why would you change it? That's the identity. Of, no. of Fox on uh, NFL on Fox. It's I, that man. song. It's that song and fucking Cletus, the robot. You know what Cletus? I'm talking about? No. I think, I think that's his name, but you know the robot I'm talking about. I don't know, Cletus, the Fox robot, the football robot. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, that's his name. Yes. Oh, I didn't um, know he had a name. I um, just always thought he was like a transformer that like didn't make it in the movie, so he took a drop with Fox. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that's his name. Correct okay. me if I'm wrong. Don't hold me to that. Okay. But uh, no Ryan this week. He is okay. He did survive the hurricane. Yeah, he 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 landed after being swept up. Yes, he's fine. Uh, he's just he's got to work. Yeah, life's life's getting in the way. Whatever. That's all. His opinions are fucking garbage anyway, so. <laughs> the, the NFL started last night with an absolute uh, pissant of a fucking game. <laughs> Dude. The game was awful. Two teams combined for one touchdown. Yo, uh-huh. Well, I thought, I thought this Bears offense was supposed to be fucking electric. I never thought that, but I like, thought well, the way people were talking about it, it was supposed to be Chip Kelly of fucking Oregon is what they were talking about. Chip Kelly can't even handle himself at UCLA. <laughs> All right, let's. You're a little biased. Let's calm down. I'm not biased. Did you watch the game against Cincinnati? He was the, the, no, they no. Chip Kelly, he's he's reached his peak as a coach. Yeah. It was, anyway, it, that's that's beside the point. Trubisky is. Not an NFL quarterback. I, I hate saying it because I believed in him. My dad's a Bears fan. Um, He's got beady eyes, man. You seen his eyes? Uh, it's, Look into it's his eyes. Good. They'll suck the soul out of you. It's not good. That that interception he had in the end zone was like the, the nail in the coffin for me. Was it second my down? Opinion of him. I can't remember what down it was, but it was their second to last drive. It, it, was, it was their second to last drive. The defense got him the ball back, and they go four. He couldn't. I don't think he even completed a pass on the next drive. It's it like, wasn't. It wasn't. They didn't even, even rally. Come on, Mitch. It wasn't even that. It was. It was more of just. Well, if that's you throw that pick, if that's second down, you got. I know they had three timeouts. Take the sack. Take the sack. It's like you're on the fucking. What were they on the twenty? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they were at the at or near the red zone. It was, it was ridiculous. I mean, I mean, I'm here for it because, I mean, I I took the Bears plus three, so that worked out. Or the Packers plus three. Okay, yeah. Um, Every, everybody was giving me shit for it. Like, oh, I don't know about that pick. Why the fuck not? 
Well, the Bears' defense is great. Uh, well, the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. I was about to say, so like the, I think Rodgers in the, the post-game interview was saying, like, we have a really good defense, and begs the question, do you have a really good defense, or did you just play against Mitch Trubisky, you know? Well, well. I think I think the Packers still have a big question mark. This was obviously a huge win for them, getting a road division win to start their season off, but... Um, I'm not entirely sold on them. Now, as an Eagles fan, the Eagles have to go to Green Bay week four. I think that's a Thursday night game. And I'm I'm not, like, 100% confident. I'm a little bit scared about it because Rodgers just has a history of obliterating the Eagles. So I, I don't know what to, to make of it. we got a long way to go until then. But I think the jury is still out on the uh, on the Packers for the season. They, uh, people came to see an offense and the wrong one showed up. Very simple. Like, Wrong one showed up. My goodness. Um, the let's do. How about we do divisions? Let's stay. Let's stay in the NFC North. Let's well, start. okay. Well, first, can we just do AFC East real fast? Okay, one, two, three. Patriots. Okay, next. Yeah. <laughs> well. Oh no, the Patriots are winning for sure. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not denying. I'm not no. Okay, so there. who are the quarterbacks in his? It's Josh Allen. Sam Darnold and who's the other team? I think Fitzpatrick. The dog, and... right? Fitzpatrick starring. Okay, so yes, yeah, so Patriots. Okay, thank you. Next, as Ariana Grande would say. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I'm gonna go Patriots. Probably twelve and four minimum. All right. Yeah, that's, they're winning. They're winning double digit games. It's just happening. I can't remember the last time the Patriots didn't win. Probably not even in our lifetime that the Patriots didn't win double digit games. It had to Top- be. Pr- Pre Brady, obviously, it had to Tom be. Brady tore his ACL in '09. Um, that was '08. It was it was the year after he broke the uh, single season touchdown record. Yeah, so he comes in, and then Matt Castle comes in, and they go right. eleven and five. They, they go, missed uh, the playoffs. Right, but they that was ridiculous. That was absolutely absurd. That this is why the the playoff system, the way it is, is just it's unfair. Really, I remember in 2014, the Eagles were ten and six and missed because. They didn't win the division and didn't get the wild card. And, like, the NFC South winner was the Panthers, who went, I think, 7-8-1 and one or something like that. Well, I mean, you can't really not. the way it goes. You can't hold the Panthers against you. That's not the Panthers' fault. The funny thing is they actually won their wild card playoff game because the Cardinals were at their third-string quarterback. Yeah, I, that was the worst playoff game of all time. Right. It was, uh, I think, Logan Thomas was the guy right, that, no, that no, no, came no. in. Uh yeah, was it? he was the Virginia Tech quarterback, and he he ended up playing because he was just terrible. Who who were the was Palmer on the Cardinals at that point? Yeah, he tore his knee. Right, and then who was the was it Skelton that was the second string at that point? I can't even no, remember. That was Drew Stanton. Oh, Stanton. Drew, okay, and then Drew Stanton got hurt. And then you're right, and then it was Logan Thomas. But anyway, um, yeah, I got I got just in order. I got Patriots, Jets, Bills, Dolphins. Sure. I mean, really, at this point, it's just it's Patriots or bust. It's not like the AFC East is going to get a wild card team, so whatever. Um, I mean, the Dolphins might go one in fifteen. <laughs> like, I they are tanking for two, and they're not being shy about it. You think two is going to go number one overall? Lawrence ain't coming out. He can't. Well, he's not allowed to, but I don't know. If I mean over once... over Herbert. Did you see Justin Herbert play in that Auburn game? Well, we'll get to that in a second. 
Um, well, first of all, he fucked me. Or the Oregon defense fucked me. Because I had Oregon plus three and a half, and then fucking their corner just can't fucking cover anybody. If you ask me, uh, Christmas came early in Auburn, Alabama, because Oregon absolutely gift-wrapped that game to Auburn. There was no reason Oregon should have lost that game. They did the, they, they did the same exact thing against Stanford last year. I, I think I... I can't remember if I texted you or I texted somebody else. They were up 14-3, to and Herbert fumbled the ball on like the snap or whatever, and Auburn picked it up and ran it almost all the way back. Now, the Oregon defense held Auburn to a field goal to make it 14-6. But if you remember that Stanford game, they were up and had control, and they were in the red zone, like I think in the 10, within the 10-yard line. And Herbert did the same thing, fumbled the snap, Stanford picked it up, ran it back all the way for a touchdown. That's what sparked the comeback. So I was like, this if you're an Oregon fan, this is like deja vu all over again. You're having relapses. And like that uh, they had a thirteen point second half or fifteen point second half lead. And they couldn't hang on to it. And that that really, really sucks. I mean Whatever. Just hold. We're just, talking NFL right now, so Oregon that's just my take. defense could have hold, held Auburn to a field goal. I would have been fine, but you know, what the fuck? Uh, we'll that's Vegas, we'll man. Yeah. Vegas, Auburn was five spots lower than Oregon in the rankings, and still thought to pick <laughs> Auburn as like three. What did you say, three or three and a half? Three and a half. Three and a half point favorites, and they they fucking covered. Vegas is un, I was, I was undefeated. Good. I was good for mm-hmm. 59 minutes and 50 seconds. I was good. That's the way it goes, Johnny. Uh, let's save AFC North for last. Um, okay. AFC South, Texans, Colts, Jags, Titans. Oh, I think the Texans are the unanimous pick because somebody by the name of Andrew Luck happened to announce his retirement. Good for him, by the way. Let's drafted. talk about this, actually. He got drafted into a shitty fucking spot. Grixon's yeah. fucking... Grixon's a fat fuck and didn't draft an offensive line, but he got him a receiver. So Andrew Luck's just going to take a fucking pounding, but he can't get him a left fucking tackle to save his life. Okay, Johnny, I, I don't know how good your uh, Ravens history is. And I, I, this is not a trivia question. I'm actually generally curious. When did the when did the Colts move from Baltimore to Indy? 84. Okay, 84. So you had 14 years of basically nothing. 12. At, no, 12. Four, 14. 14 years of... But I'm going 84 to 98. 96. What's 96? That's when the Ravens came in. No, I'm saying the Colts... Oh, went, the Colts. Oh, the Colts. Colts. Yeah, the Colts go from 84 to 98. So 14 years of struggling. And then 98, you draft Peyton Manning. And then from they 98... Built the team, they built the team the right way then. Right. Napoleon did a great job. Here's my thing. From 1998 to 2018, which is, what, 20 years? Yeah. For 20 years, 20 years consecutive, you have either Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck as your quarterback. Okay? And they boo the guy off the field. That's, think, that is the sign of a franchise, or I'm sorry, the sign of fans of a franchise that don't really know the struggles of having an NFL team and are totally ungrateful for what they've been given. Okay, you can look at the Steelers. The Steelers, who have six Super Bowls, 
How many years in between Bradshaw and Roethlisberger were there? Bradshaw retired, or he got hurt first game of 83, so, and then 83 to 04. Right, okay. The Cowboys. And, and, and Tommy Maddox, though. The Cowboys, five Super Bowls. How many years in between Aikman and, I guess, Romo, but Romo didn't really accomplish anything, so that maybe they're still looking for their franchise guy. And Dak. Um, the Dak's 49ers. Out. You go from Steve Young in... The mid '90s to 99. nothing. The 49ers have not had a franchise quarterback like since I've been alive. So well, like you're gonna like this, again. This is a a, a a fan base that doesn't really know how hard it is. Franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. They I, they don't really know like how hard it is to find one. They had back-to-back franchise quarterbacks for 20 years. The only other team I can think of right now is the Packers, who went directly right. from Favre to Rodgers. Yeah, and the, Pack- the Packers, after fucking uh, Lombardi left, Jesus Christ, they mm-hmm. didn't do shit till 92. Right. Not a, not a damn thing. So it's been, that was 68 to 92. The Packers had nothing. Absolutely nothing. And they go from Favre to Rodgers? Give me a fucking break. The Ravens, the Ravens haven't had a quarterback uh, ever, to be quite frank with you. I think I think Flacco did pretty well for himself. Yeah, he got his money and fucked off. <laughs> you know. I've I literally been against Flacco for the better part of three years. You got yourself a Super Bowl with him. I'm not going to give Trent Dilfer credit for that Super Bowl. I think Flacco deserves... A lot of credit for the uh, the twenty twelve Super Bowl. If we're going down that road, NFL Throwback, the YouTube channel, you know what I'm talking about. I I might know some of their videos, but they refresh have, my memory. They have like condensed games or whatever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the yeah. one the one popped up. It was the two thousand uh, divisional round, Ravens against Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was third and six on the Ravens forty five. The Ravens have the ball. And uh, me being me and knowing this team, I'm like, oh, third and six? Yeah, we're not getting this. And uh, we didn't. It's like, I was like, it's been 20 years. And I was six when this shit happened. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just know the Ravens so well because we've never had an offense. And it was just like, oh, third and six? Yeah, this is a punt. You might as well punt it there. Because <laughs> Dilford, Dilford dropped back through a curl to Sharp and hit it low. He short up it. <laughs> I li- and I'm just like, I'm like, this is, I'm literally seeing Joe Flacco and Trent Dilfer merge into one. Like, what are we, what are we doing? But whatever, that's beside the point. I also, I tweeted out last night, uh, Mitch Trubisky and Kyle Bowler, basically the same quarterback. <laughs> oh, jeez. Kyle oh, yeah. should have been a bowler. Oh, the funny thing is that when Trace McSorley made the team and he's wearing number seven, I was like, wait, they didn't retire Kyle Bowler's number? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just that seven Ravens jersey, I, that will haunt me. Forever. Did, um, uh, here's another uh, relapse for you. Did Billy Cundiff wear number seven? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry, Johnny. I had to bring it up, though. Billy Cundiff, dude, the best kicker of all time. It was going to be, uh, I, I haven't researched this, but that was probably going to be the first and only time in history where the AFC and NFC championship went into overtime. If he had just made that field goal. 
Because the, the Giants and 49ers went into overtime. I don't. I don't want to talk and about Cundiff, it. And Cundiff. Oh, man. I, I don't want to talk about it. That was a chippy. I don't want to talk about it. But, like, it's fine. You won the Super Bowl the next year, so walk it off. It's not fine. Whatever. Damn it. Yeah, you could have had two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, if if anybody could have stopped the Giants, I would have rooted for them. I I can't believe Eli has two. I'm st- I still don't know how he did it. He's going to the Hall of Fame, you know that, right? He probably will because he's got the numbers to back it up because he never got hurt, so he just kept throwing and throwing and throwing yards. No, his touchdown to interception ratio was shitty, but he yeah. he he's up in the he might be in the top ten in in yards and touchdowns. It doesn't matter. He's a he's been playing for he's so going. long. Uh, Whatever. Anyway, AFC South. I got Texans, Colts, Jaguars, Titans. I might, eh. Depends on how Nicky franchise does for Jacksonville. But, yeah, Houston's going to win the division. I got the Col- I mean, I like Jacoby Brissett. I have no I have no problem with Brissett. They have a line now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be Texas Colts fighting for that division. I don't think the Colts are just going to fly near and go 5-11. and 11. That's just not happening. Right. AFC West. Chiefs. Yeah, I'm still... Uh, this is going to be a really interesting race. It was an interesting race last year, and I think it's going to repeat itself. Um, I'll go I'll go with my, uh, my old guy, Andy Reid, because actually... I don't know if he planned on doing, like, Super Bowl predictions. Yeah, fuck it. My Super Bowl prediction for this year is Eagles meeting the Chiefs. And um, so I'll take I'll take Kansas City to win the division. But can't, uh, uh, L.A. is going to be right out their heels. I love Phillip Rivers. And by the way, for the umpteenth year, I'm pretty sure every single year that I've had a fantasy football team, Phillip Rivers was, has been my backup quarterback. He always falls in like later rounds. He he is Mister like, Consistent. I guess this is a fantasy show, but I know what I'm getting with Rivers. Mm-hmm. I'm getting 200 yards and two touchdowns. I'm yeah. getting that every week. And it's just it's good because he's never he's never been my starter. But if my starter is struggling or doesn't have a good matchup, I can always just turn to him and I'll, I'll be like, Phil, you got to start this week. Go go do it. And he right. he pulls through. He'll bail you out every single time. It's ridiculous. What, what's the, uh, it, so Melvin Gordon's just not going to play, I guess? Yeah, he can, Chargers told him, look for a trade partner. Yikes. Baltimore, there's this nice, good running back out there. I know we just paid Mark Ingram, but still. Actually, fuck that, I'd rather, I'd rather get another defensive player, honestly. Whatever. I got... I got Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. I'm gonna give a slight. I'm gonna give a slight edge to the Raiders, and we're gonna. We'll we'll talk about Antonio Brown in in a little while, but um, I think the Raiders just have at this point a little bit more talent than Denver does. So I, I could be wrong, but Denver's I'll, got Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Yeah, but you and and one elite Joe Flacco. <laughs> right. They say defense wins championships. You and I both know this is an offensive-driven league. And you and I both know 2015 Super Bowl. That's Bate true. Bate Manning's on one fucking leg. That's true. 
That's all right. I'll give and you that. And that defense fucking know. carried him. No, I I think he had a he had like a sub fifty or five hundred or whatever touchdown and interception ratio. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, all right. NFC East. Okay. So, let you know what? Let's move on. We'll let's do AFC North and NFC East for last. Because I, I got shit to say about the NFC East, obviously. All right, NFC North. Uh, I'll stay true to my preseason prediction, just to be fair. Um, I had the Bears winning the NFC North. I'm not going to change oh, it just because of last night. Oh, boy. E- even, no matter how bad the Bears looked, I'll, I'll stay true to... Uh, I'm not going to change it, you know what I mean? Like, that just... Yeah, that, no, wouldn't I, be, that wouldn't I be... Uh, 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 that would ruin the integrity of preseason predictions just because well, I also, saw one game. It also was like... Rodgers didn't play a snap in the preseason. Trubisky played like five snaps. They were rusty yeah. as hell. I mean, you saw the first play of the Bears' offense. It was shit. Yeah, coming from the ball. Yeah, right. People are saying, people are saying Vikings. I don't see it. Apparently, Dalvin Cook is like supposed to. He like, is. all of a sudden be this elite person. He's not. He's not all of a sudden. He was good. And he is. But I, ne- I, I never really saw it with him. I saw it with him in college, but even before he got hurt, I was like, he's he's solid. But I don't think he's a, like a, a, a franchise-changing player. He might uh, I'd have out. to be proven wrong with that. I'll yeah, have he, to see him play more. He might break out. Uh, I, yeah, I got <sighs> Packers. I think this is, this is going to be, it's going to be, the NFC North is that division where it's like, Team's gonna sneak in. Somebody's gonna win the division at ten and six or nine and seven. Uh, I, that I could be. Yeah. I don't see a team going like twelve and four or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see like like Minnesota, Chicago, and Green Bay all kind of like beating up on each other. Yeah, and there's no even the Ly- the Lions are gonna the Lions aren't dog shit. Like mm-hmm. every everybody in this division is Kirk Cousins level average. Unless I'm proven, di- unless that Packers defense is for real. I, this is how much I pay attention to like NFL offseason. I didn't even realize that Adrian Amos was on the, the Packers. Oh, the guy that had the interception. Yeah, that Penn Stater. Haha, and, Clinton Dix is on the Bears now. Right, so they kind of like swapped, I guess. But um, <laughs> Ryan. Was texting us because Ryan actually went to high school with Adrian Amos, yes, and then he event did. and then eventually went to college because he he's a Penn Stater. Yes, he did. So, so the 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 I guess this kind of went over your head in the, in the group chat. Last oh night. no! Oh, I saw it. I you, just I I just knew Ryan was gonna be what the fuck. But do, do you know that the game that Ryan and I play? Oh, were you try to guess where the guy is. You where the guy's from? Yeah, so basically the game is, because Sunday Night Football does the, uh, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers, Cal. Nah, you know? Aaron Rodgers, Butte Community College. <laughs> right. Come on. Uh, LaShawn McCoy used to go, LaShawn McCoy, Pitt Panthers. Oh, but uh, anyway, basically, oh, boy. the game is, you have to shout out the guy's college before he says it in his own introduction. So that's when Ryan was saying, for Packers offense, I went one for 11. 
and I was saying I, I went four for 11. That's basically what we were doing. Yeah. But anyway, while they were doing that, Adrian Amos said, Adrian Amos, Baltimore, Maryland. He didn't say Penn State. <laughs> Nor did he say Calvert Hall. Nor did he say I, Calvert Hall. So yeah, a lot of guys used either the, their junior college or their high school for some reason. But he just said his area, which that's that made Ryan mad. I didn't even hear him say it because I shouted Penn State so loud I couldn't hear him over my own voice. Yeah, I, whatever. I, I, I heard it. Um, I mean, you, you're allowed to say whatever you want. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway. NFC I'll take. I'll, I'll still take the Bears. Um, this yeah, is I'm a tough Packers. one. You're going Green Bay. Yeah. Okay. Well, NFC. it's going to be tough for the Bears at this point now, but yeah. they, they're already behind the eight ball because of the loss. But NFC South quickly. Saints, Tampa, Falcons, Carolina. You have Carolina four. Yeah. Wow. Cam can't throw. I disagree with that. He his shoulder is so fucked up. Just his whole body's fucked up. Unless he, like, rehabs like crazy and gets back to MVP Cam, I... The, it's gonna be probably a T3 for Falcons-Panthers. Because I like Bruce Arians on the Buccaneers, and the Saints are gonna be the Saints. Wait, so you have Bucks at at second place? Yeah. Mm. I you, always... Um, believe- I always believe in Bruce Arians. Did you see uh, this? Now there's a situation developing with Julio Jones. What? You didn't see this? I heard he wants a new contract. He wants a new contract. He he quote might not play week one if if he doesn't get a new contract. So now now he's jumping into this Ezekiel Elliott Le'Veon Bell situation. Here's my thing with that. Yeah. All he said was, I want a new contract, and if we don't at least open negotiations, I'm not playing week one. And that's all he said. That's literally all he said. It's not one of these, no, I'm just, I'm going to do the fucking theatrics and all this shit, like Bell or Brown or whatever. It's just, I want a new contract. There's a difference between asking for a new contract and being a fucking diva about it. There is a difference. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, like, Julio Jones, A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, they never really talk about anything. Like, even Melvin Gordon with his situation. I haven't, where it's just yeah. like, where it's just like, all oh, talks are going nowhere. Well, mm-hmm. it's like, well, the owner's not coming out and trashing him, and Melvin Gordon's not coming out and trashing the Chargers. It's just, they can't agree on a fucking contract. Just, that's all it is, and it's, there's no drama about it. It's just, okay, Melvin Gordon doesn't want to play. I mean, the Chargers are notoriously cheap, historically. That's why Bosa took so long to sign, because he didn't get it. He that's thought right, he yeah. deserved more money. And then, uh, here's a reference you might not know. Dan Fouts wanted a new fucking contract. Yeah, Eric Coriel. Yeah, and the Chargers just didn't want to give it to him, because they're so cheap. But yeah, have, have they had the same ownership for that long? No, no. I think it was when the Faust thing, it was another guy, and then it was uh, Spanos after that. But they, like, continued the cheap trend after. I don't I don't know. 
I could be wrong. It could be the Spanos family throughout the entire time, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, okay. So Julio wants a new contract. My opinion, best receiver in football right now is Julio Jones. He doesn't catch touchdowns. I'm sorry. You say say that, but there's no other receiver I want on my team right now. He's going to have 2,000 receiving yards and three touchdowns. That's just what he's going to do. We'll see about that. I'm not predicting he's going to have 2,000 yards, but he can get damn near close to it. Um... So what are you what are you going here? Well, in the South, I'm definitely picking the Saints. I I didn't really prepare like complete like one through four. I just think the Saints are gonna to win. What about Tampa? Not like to win, but just they'll be in a mix. I would have had them fourth. I I don't know why exactly you have them so high. Like they haven't proven really anything in the entire Jameis Winston era. Yeah, so well, he's got Bruce Arians now. That's why. Uh, who cares? <laughs> I care. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Atlanta fucking can't get over fucking Super Bowl 51 to save their fucking lives. They made it all. back to the playoffs the next year. And did they made what? it back to the playoffs and then won a playoff game. But Nikki Franchise got in, got in their way. Yeah, that great offense had, what, 15 points in that game? Yeah, that game. I mean, they took off after that. But, yeah, it was 15, 15 to 10 was the final in that game. Yeah, exactly. Um. So what, N- NFC West? Yeah. Rams. Yeah, Rams. I got Rams. Living in Arizona, the, the Kyler hype is fucking real. Good Lord. I've heard that they're going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. No. Who's going to be worse than them? Miami. So where, did that, where are the Cardinals then, 31? 4-12. Four and twelve, five and eleven. I mean, they if they, were two, if they, they, if they were get five two, wins this year, then that'll be good. They were two and fourteen last year. Mm-hmm. I think the win total. There's nowhere to go but up. Honestly, probably <laughs> mathematically, that's probably right. Exactly. Um, I got Rams, Seahawks, forty nine. I I'm sorry. I just Jimmy G. You have not show me something. That's all. I was about to ask you, like, what, what do you, what do you think about him? Show me you can, show me you can stay healthy. I've seen what you can do. Show me you can stay healthy for sixteen. Yeah. Carson Wentz, same thing. He's my uh, early prediction for comeback player of the year, Carson Wentz. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I got Rams, Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals. Yeah, I have the Rams also. I, um, it's just I mean that outside of the Rams, I think that division. I mean Seattle's like there with your boy Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner are like the only two players on that team, really. Well, they just got Javion Clowney. That's right, they did, didn't they? Well, that'll help them. Um. Yeah, I guess. That division will probably actually come down to the two games that the Rams and Seahawks play each other. Yes. Um, you know, Seattle definitely still has that home field advantage. It's probably, I think it's probably the the, the worst place to play if you're a road team. Where, Seattle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I think the Vikings go there this year, and I'm taking Seattle all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Kirk Cousins, and you can't beat an over 500 team, but that's beside the point. Fucking Kirk Cousins, man. $89 million guaranteed. Let that sink in. $89 million guaranteed to Kirk Cousins. I mean, sweet Christ. That's terrible. Uh, all right, NFC East. Okay, so uh, I, I'm picking the Eagles. Really? Uh, <laughs> I hope it doesn't come across as too biased, but I really think that they're just complete at pretty much every position on the field. But I want to run this by you, Johnny. So we've talked about Skip Bayless before on this podcast and how he's a troll. Where are you going with this? So today on Undisputed, um, Skip and Shannon both gave their, their Super Bowl predictions. And Shannon... He, he's a big fan of Carson Wentz. He calls him walk it to him Wentz because basically when he throws the ball, it's so accurate that it's like he just walked it to with the receiver. Mm-hmm. So he calls it walk it to him Wentz, and he's a big fan of Patrick Mahomes, who he calls Mahome Boy, mm-hmm. which I love. That's a very catchy nickname. Mm-hmm. So he goes, Shannon Sharp says, I'm going Chiefs Eagles in the Super Bowl. I have the Chiefs winning it all. And Skip Bayless goes, Cowboys 13-3. and <laughs> We'll get, we're going to get to that in, like, a nanosecond, okay? Skip Bayless has the audacity to tell Shannon, oh, wow, that's that's thinking with your heart and not your head. And Shannon's like, well, who's going to the Super Bowl then? Skip Bayless goes, oh, Cowboys. Oh, like, you just called out Shannon Sharp for thinking with your heart, not your head, and you pick your childhood favorite team, to go to the Super Bowl, who, mind you, hasn't made it to the NFC Championship game since the 90s? Yeah. Like, come on, y'all. You you really think the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl? 9-7. Dak Prescott has won... Uh, I know Carson Wentz hasn't won Dak any Dak Prescott is games. so fucking average, it hurts. Dak Prescott's got two Super... Uh, uh, Jesus. Don't you fucking dare. I'm don't, sorry. Don't even, I don't even want that slip of the tongue, man. I'm sorry. He's got two playoff wins, not Super Bowl wins. Mike, if Dak Prescott's got two Super Bowl wins, then I'm, I might have to give up football for a if while. If Dak Prescott's got two Super Bowl wins, I'm going to jump at that window behind me. <laughs> I, I swear to God. Dak Prescott is... He wants 30 million fucking... He wants more! He wants more than $30 million a year. No. No. Play with that Zeke. See what the fuck happens. You're going to get eaten alive. Yeah. I I mean, I, the I think... Reason, the only fucking reason he started off what? Fucking... What were they... When they had that run, what did they win? Like 13 in a row? His rookie year? Yeah. They were 13 and 3. Yeah, they so they won. lost they lost week right you're right they lost week one to the Giants, and because Terrence Williams didn't run out of bounds for some reason, and then I think they won, it wasn't thirteen in a row it was like ten probably, and they lost the Giants again actually somehow you're and they, telling... they finished thirteen to three they got the number one seed in the NFC and then lost in the first round of the playoffs to the so, Packers yes, uh so you're telling me so I I think I lied actually I think Dak just has the one playoff win right. 
I think so. Yeah, they had the first round bye his first year. So they, they have, have one playoff win, not yeah. even two. The uh, With Dak. Yeah, and you're trying to tell me that Dak did it all on his own. No Zeke, no best offensive line in football, no right. Des Bryant at that time. I mean, I Witten, thought... Witten's coming back God, for some I, reason. Just get him off television. That's all I fucking care about. He could have just he could have just stayed retired and not been in the ESPN booth because that was a fucking catastrophe. But it was hilarious every single Tuesday morning ripping him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I uh, no, I Dak Prescott's not worth thirty million dollars. Twenty maybe. Twenty maybe. My uh my my motto for the Eagles season this year, watch this. There there's so much uh, specifically Skip Bayless. I love Skip Bayless. He's my favorite TV personality. He's okay, a troll I respect and he's his made opinion. A, he's a troll yeah. and he's made a career out of it, and I have to respect it. Yeah, I respect him. I would love to talk football with him, but when he says that Dak is a better quarterback than Wentz. Oh, I, obviously, I can't yell at him or debate him because I don't know him. So right, my motto I... for Skip Bayless this year, watch this. Just right. just watch what Wentz does this year. He's He didn't have to rehab the offseason like he did last year. Okay, Yes, he's injury prone, but he's healthy again. He's got new weapons. He's still got Zach Ertz. He's still got Alshon Jeffrey. He's still got one of the best O-lines in football. Watch this. That's all I gotta say. The the rest the business will take care of itself. Watch this. Yeah, I Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins, Giants. I might give the Giants an a slight edge over the Redskins because of Saquon, but uh other than that it doesn't really matter. The Giants are wasting Saquon's career. Absolutely fucking wasting it. It's yeah, it does really suck for him. Because I think he's the best player in football right now, honestly. Maybe other than Mahomes. Yeah. All right. Whatever. AFC North. Browns fans, before you jump out of your fucking seat, sit the fuck down. Just, <laughs> just stay seated. We've I'll talked get, about them before. Yeah, stay seated. I'll get to you in a minute. First of all, the Bengals are finishing fourth in this division. Probably, yeah. Especially because AJ's missing the first part of the the season. Yeah, and it's just I don't, I I just don't I don't see it. Um, the Ravens are winning this division because because the Steelers lost Bell. They didn't have him last year, but they still had Brown, and they and they had Juju. They had two elite wide receivers on the outside. Now Brown gone. Everybody's just going to double Juju. Ben's not going to have anybody to throw to. James Conner's good in the backfield. I like him. He's good. But I don't know if he's... Last year it was, oh, Bell might come in, Bell might not. So I'm just going to run as hard as humanly possible just to try to keep my job. Now it's like, okay, it's yours. Let's see what you can do with it. The Steelers are still going to be very good, don't get me wrong. I but... just I think their, their roster just kind of exploded on them. Without Le'Veon and without uh, Antonio Brown, I just I don't like know. I, I I like the Ravens to win the division because of the defense. And we have um, Lamar. Lamar, 
and I, we have I drunk Lamar. I drunk I drunk Tetsu. Bleh. I drunk texted you that one night when I was watching that Ravens Eagles preseason game, and I was like, there, "I can't believe there's not at least an open competition for the starting job it's with not, Trace and Lamar." It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's Lamar's team. If he fucks up, Trace is gonna come in. I don't even think but, Trace isn't even a backup quarterback. Who is? RG three. Oh, 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 what? Yeah. The Ravens didn't cut him, and they kept McSorley. So he's three quarterbacks. No he doesn't, but he's got more experience. Well, you have, to, you have to look at it from the perspective of RG3's been in the league since 2012. Yeah, Lamar's he's a rookie one, of the year that year. Yeah, Lamar's had one year, and Trace is a rookie. You can't have your starter have one year of experience and your backup be a rookie. I just... It, it looks it looks bad, it sounds bad, and it's just not it's not good planning. You need to have some you need to have a, a veteran backup at some point. There's a reason they didn't cut him. There's a reason the Ravens didn't cut Trace. Because they know and they see what's gonna become, so they said, Fuck it, we're keeping three quarterbacks. And then once Lamar gets another year, they might keep RG three around after this year. And then, but they might cut him and say, "Fuck it, we're going with Lamar and Trace," which is fine. Whatever. But people are calling for Trace to start. No, not yet. So, all right. So then, how do they how do they beat the Steelers this year? <laughs> they beat them the same way they beat them last year. They beat them with. They beat him once with Flacco, and they beat him once with, uh, and, no, excuse me, once with Flacco, and they didn't beat him with Lamar. But, I mean, I say the Ravens are going to run, they're going to run Lamar and everybody else down the Steelers' fucking throats, and if they can stop it, great. If they can't, Lamar's going to be a better passer than he was last year. So... I like them, and I I see them going 10-6, and six, just like they did last year, and the Steelers are going to be right there. Probably go 10-6 and six as well, and it'll be a tiebreaker with uh, division matchups. Um, but yeah, the Steelers... Steelers are... Yeah. It'll be Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. Okay. And then Cleveland... You built the wrong way. Because this whole question's been pondering in my mind all offseason. They have Baker Mayfield. They have the running back in Nick Chubb. They got Jarvis Landry. They got Odell Beckham. They got David Njoku. They got Miles Garrett. Do they have an offensive line? No. I don't think so. Well, they don't have Joe Thomas anymore. Exactly. And they never had an offensive line even with him. So I don't, I, I don't see it. Maybe they, maybe that all, maybe that old line got better, but nine and seven, Cleveland, Cleveland don't have a running, a winning record. This is going to be a tough division. Ravens are taking it though, because Lamar's going to learn how to throw. He already said, he's like, I'm not, I'm not running as much. 
He's already well, he better, yeah, he better figure it out. Yeah, he's already said I'm not running as much. Because last year it was basically just make plays and win games. There's no time to learn the offense. Just go. I don't know if there's ever been a more hardcore division than the AFC North. This AFC North football. It, that is a brutal, brutal division. Quote Big Ben. It's AFC North football. Yeah. Ravens. That'll be fun. The Ravens versus Steelers, the Ravens versus Browns, Steelers versus Those are going to be grudge matches. I Like, you could... That 2015 playoff matchup between the, the Steelers and Bengals, that game didn't even have to start, and you knew that there was going to be some unsportsmanlike conduct after the play penalties. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, a, that was, a, that was a, a backyard brawl, basically, which is what the, uh, the Pitt, West Virginia... Uh, uh, Rivalry was called the Backyard Brawl. By the way, they need to bring that rivalry back. (laughs) Wait, wait. Pitt had a rivalry? Right. Back in the day. Meaning they won games? Right. What the fuck are you talking about? I was in middle school, yeah. Back when they had Shady McCoy. (laughs) We're on the first first topic of the rundown. We're 45 minutes deep. (laughs) I thought you were were talking like... Whatever. Pitt doesn't have a fucking rival. University of Pittsburgh doesn't have a rival. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I hate them, but they just never win, so... I hate them in a pity sort of way. Yeah. I don't hate them like I hate Ohio State or Michigan. They I hate st- them... I hate them in a... Oh, Jesus Christ. Can, can't can you figure it the fuck out? They're so desperate to, like, get other teams' attention. They're like, hey, hey, we want a rivalry with you, okay? Fuck you guys. It's like you've beaten us once in how many years? <laughs> beat us one time, and then we came in and scored fifty in the fucking rain. Right. Oh, and we we got him in Happy Valley this year. Oh, rest in peace, Pitt. Okay, let's move on. That's not good. Okay. Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals, calling it right now. I agree. All right. So, do you want do you want to do this? Uh, guess the spreadsheet or what? I do. I do. All right. What's my first? So one? I'll I'll have you guess the spread. We we picked I the, the five I I guess premier games you could say of the weekend in the NFL. Uh, four Sunday games and one Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um. So Johnny is gonna guess the spread, and then we're gonna we're gonna pick them. We're gonna pick the winner head up, but Johnny's gonna guess the spread. Okay, I said that already. Mm-hmm. Jesus. All right. So we got the uh, game number one: Falcons at Vikings. What do you think? I got Vikings are more than likely favored. I'd go Vikings minus two and a half. Uh, you lowballed them a little bit. It's Vikings minus four. Mm. I might take the Falcons in that. I'll take the dog. Honestly, I don't know how much I trust either team. There, huge question mark coming into this. That's year. my that's my point. Where it's just like that's why I said two and a half. I mean that game that game could almost be a fucking pick'em at that point. Mm-hmm. It, it depends on obviously it depends on if Julio plays and then what Matt Ryan are we gonna get and what Dalvin Cook yeah is gonna show up and what Kirk Cousins is gonna show up honestly. Okay. Uh. Okay. So this is a one o'clock game, which is important. Rams. 
playing in the Eastern time zone at 1 o'clock. Rams at Panthers. What do you think? Rams have probably been there since Wednesday. I would assume that's normally what West Coast teams do. They fly in early to get acclimated. They might have flown in on Thursday, but whatever. They've been. They're not. They're not showing up Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going. Are the Rams favored? Maybe. I'm not telling you. Rams minus five and a half. Rams minus two. They're only giving them two. I mean, they're playing at Carolina. Oh, I I think you're you're not as high on Carolina as I am. I because think Cam can't throw. I've told you this. You say that, but I think he can. But whatever. The boy has the shoulder of a sixty-five-year-old man. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my words later if that comes back to haunt me. Um, okay, four o'clock. We're playing on the uh, we're playing on the West Coast here. Bengals at Seahawks. Seahawks minus six. Ding, More. ding. More? Seahawks oh, by nine dang. and a half. Yeah, I'll take that all day. I'll no I'll, respect for the Bengals at all I'll in sw- Vegas. Respect what? I'm just, no, I'm the just ginger saying. leading that squad? The red rifle, baby. No. No. Andy Dalton, Andrew Dalton. mediocre at best. All right, uh, Sunday night, I actually can't wait for this. This is the first time in many, many years that the defending Super Bowl champion is not the Thursday night game to open up the because season. Because Roger Goodell hates the Patriots. Right. And it's like the Patriots fans, they're not going to be like, oh, why? You've uh, opened yeah, up the season are. five times. Okay? Yeah, yeah, they are. They've always you, been like that. You get Sunday night. You get Sunday night to open up the uh, the year this year. Yeah, Andrew, don't. This don't, is going to be a doozy of a game. Andrew, don't defend what? Patriots fans. I'm don't, de- def- don't defend I'm not Patriots def- fans. I'm not defending them. You I'm said, oh, saying... they're not going to be like that. They are exactly like that. I'm a fan of a New England team. We are exactly like that. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is going to be a great Sunday night matchup. We got Steelers at Patriots. Johnny, what do you think? Patriots favored four and a half. That's actually a pretty good guess. It's five and a half, Pats. Okay. Uh, okay, so the last one, uh, the NFL always does the uh, the doubleheader on Monday night the first week. The second one is never as good because it's always an AFC West team. Yeah, and Chris Berman's not calling us, so I'm probably not going to listen to who's broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, honestly, who gives a shit? But the first Monday night game, usually pretty good. And this year, I agree. Very good game. We got Texans at Saints. John, what do you think? Mm, the Saints are definitely favored, but it, it can't be by much. Um, Saints. Mm. Coming off that, Texans still have a great roster on defense. Saints minus two. You're going to be surprised at this. And Don't tell I'm me su- the Texans are fucking favored. No, they're not favored. But you're going to be surprised at this because I'm surprised at it also. It is New Orleans minus seven. Oh, dear God. Give me a the f- dog. A full touchdown. Give me the dog. Good Lord, I'm sorry. The Texans actually 
finally got an offensive line, or part of one, with Tunsil. Right. Um, so Deshaun Watson's not going to be running for his life the entire time. I guess they figured without Clowney, they're not going to get enough pressure on Breeze, and then he and Michael Thomas are just going to... They still have J.J. Watt! They still have J.J. Watt. I don't know, man. Like, I get it's not the two-headed monster that it was. I don't make the lines. But don't tell me J.J. Watt can't get through double teams. I've seen it time and time again. That he that he can get through double teams and still get to the quarterback. All right. Now, we all picked... For the weekend, so Andrew, what are your picks for those games? Just straight up, not against. Just the straight up, okay. So, um, I actually like the Falcons to win on the road. Um, I'll go. Shit, I can't even remember who I picked. I because um, we we tweeted out the um, uh, our college picks last last week. I mm-hmm. tweeted them out. We did the the ESPN college pick'em. We're doing the same thing with the NFL. ESPN does the pigskin pick'em, so we made a group. Um, yeah, I have Atlanta winning on the road. I, I picked Carolina to win at home because I'm, I'm a much bigger Cam supporter than you are. It's not that I don't like him. It's not. I've just seen the injury history. That's all it is. He's proven he can do it. I'm not saying, oh, you got to go out and prove something. No, that's not it. He's hurt. All right. Um, yeah, Seattle's going to defend home turf. They'll win. Uh, New England, they never lose opening weekend. Nope. And I also have the Saints. They don't lose in the Superdome. I don't... Let me see. I guess the one upset pick I have, I think Arizona's going to win at home against Detroit. I think Kyler starts off 1-0. That's one of my locks. That's one of my against the spread locks. I think yeah, Detroit's favored by like two and a half. I think I'll, I'll take yes. that. I, I I like the Cardinals actually. Kyler Murray and David Johnson. You still got Fitz. Um, the Lions don't do particularly well away from Ford Field. So I'll I'll take the Cardinals. The Card- don't get me wrong. The Cardinals are going to be shit this year, but this is like one of those games that they can win. So I'll t- I'll take Arizona. Yeah. And um I think I had Detroit. Other than that. I think I had Detroit that, yeah. in that game, but I might I might honestly change that. Now that I'm thinking about it. All right. All right. My locks for the week are I have it as Ravens minus six and a half. Other people have it as minus seven. You go ahead and lock that up all day against Miami. I don't care that they have to go to Miami. Miami's gonna be dog shit. Uh the line is only 37, which, or uh, not not 37, uh, 39 and a half. Uh, not many points are going to be scored. I'm not going to lock that in for the under, but I wouldn't be surprised if it goes under. Uh, so Ravens minus six and a half or seven, take that all day. Uh, what we just alluded to, Arizona plus two and a half. I like that simply because I don't – I know Patricia's there with Detroit's defense, but I don't know if they're going to be ready for Kyler Murray's speed. So 
Cardinals plus two and a half. Um, and then Tampa Bay, San Francisco. Tampa Bay is minus one. I am going to take that favorite for sure. We got, I mean, it's minus one. I think it's probably going to come down to a field goal. They'll probably be tied at the end. So, I like I that. I want to see Garoppolo succeed. I really do. I just, so do I. I think, I think he's just like, he's kind of locked in a cage and hasn't been unleashed yet. I think this guy can be something special. I, I agree. But again, he's got to stay healthy. Yeah. That's, and then we'll go, hmm, let's go one more. Let me look here. Denver, Oakland. Denver minus one. Denver's bet- favored at Oakland, really. The Well, the betting opened before this whole Antonio Brown thing came out. Oakland was favored by three. But Antonio's going to play. He is going to play. I understand that. But with all the drama and shit and him missing fucking practice. You know what? I think the Raiders are going to win. I take. I have them straight up. I take Oakland plus one. I mean, if you're getting points and you're at home, and you're playing against the Broncos, who have Joe Flacco at quarterback, you watch it. I know I hate him, but why? It's like he's like my brother. Come on. He's like my brother. I can tease him and knock him all I want. If anybody else does, Johnny, Derek. Johnny, Derek Carr at home against Joe Flacco. Come on. He's beat him before. I'm taking the Raiders, man. That's what I I did. I said I'm taking Oakland plus one. I'm just saying it's gonna be close. So All those right. those are my locks for the week. We have once again Baltimore minus six and a half, Tampa Bay minus one, Oakland plus one, and. Cardinals plus two and a half. So two dogs, two favorites. There you go. We will keep track of that. Um, Speaking of the Raiders, Antonio Douchebag Brown. Could you just shut up for one day? One day act like a professional. I mean, honestly. Just one day. That's all I'm asking for. I don't need to wake up every morning and look on Pro Football Talk and Florio's written another article where it's just like, oh, Antonio Brown again. It's just like, well, what do you do now? That's, uh, that's, all, that's all it is. It's every day with this shit. Quite literally. The problem is he, he, he has so much leverage with how good he is he that does it's not. really, really hard for the Raiders to just like... You know what happened if they would have suspended him, right? What? If they would have suspended him with conduct detrimental to the team, that would have voided his $14.1 million salary, all of next year's salary, and the Raiders could have asked him to pay back his $1 million signing bonus. They could have cut him and have no dead cap. Hmm. And Antonio Brown finally realized, oh shit, yeah, I'm not going to get paid if I get cut and they cut me, and I have no guaranteed money. 
So we did some fake fucking apology earlier uh, today. This is fr- this is Friday the sixth. It was some fake fucking apology. Like I saw it, it was not genuine at all. Brown's just like, uh, yeah, get get me on the field. You'll throw me the ball anyway. You cocky son of a bitch. You insufferable, narcissistic, self-centered, selfish asshole. I despise that man. Well, right. I, I can't imagine it's, like, fun to play with him at this point. I mean, when he shuts up and catches the ball, and that's not me saying just shut up and catch the ball. It's not what I'm saying. It's saying cut the drama, act like a professional. You want to win so bad? Then fucking go help the Raiders win. And enough with this drama shit. That's all anybody is saying. We're not hating on you. There's none of this, but when you don't show up to practice, you get in a fight with your fucking GM, you won't play because your fucking helmet doesn't look correct when people are trying to keep you safe and not have you have fucking CTE at the end of your life, so your end of your life is fucking miserable. Just stop. By the way, I just found this out today. The players were given a two years notice that this helmet was going to be disbanded. And not yes, allowed. and you're allowed to have a grace period of one year to wear it, and I think you can right. wear you can wear the one that you've been wearing on Sundays, but I assume that you'd wear a different one in practice to get used to it. I assume that's how that would work. Um But like I was watching I was watching Hard Docs and they were the Raiders were playing the Cardinals and Antonio Brown had a new helmet on and he looked in the visor of somebody else and he's like, This shit is ugly, bro. I was like that doesn't fucking matter. It's if you ugly. can't, if you can't, <laughs> if you can't see out of it, okay, I get it. But if you if you can see and you just don't like the way it looks, are you fucking kidding me? Honestly. Now maybe Hard Knocks might have edited it. I don't know, but the way it looked, where it was just like this helmet's ugly and I don't want to wear it. I want my old helmet, where it's not impairing my vision. Or affecting the way I play. It's just, I don't like how it looks. How fucking petty does that sound? No, it's insane. It's ridiculous. I've had it. I've just had it. Raiders are going 4-12. and 12. If Fuck. that. Fuck if me. that. They're, they're a bad team. Honestly, if the Raiders cut Brown and cut their losses with their 3rd and 5th round pick, I think they'd be better. I think they would be better without Antonio Brown. And that is just a horrible thing to say because of how talented and good of a football player he actually is. But that's what it's come to. The problem is I don't think that he even cares about playing football anymore. Mm. I oh, think wait. I think he could give a shit. Like if, if, if I don't know, uh, MTV came up to him and said, we're, we're going to give you a reality show. And he would give up football in a fucking second just so he could be a star of a television show. I think he's in the business for himself. I think football is just something he's very, very good at and knows that he could be famous from. But to, to me, this whole this whole football issue and uh, the, the argument with Mike Mayock and whatever, I really don't think that he, he cares about the, the game of football. He's losing sight of why he plays this game in the first place. Yes, I agree with that. 
I have no doubt. That I really he, don't think he likes the game anymore. I don't think he likes the politics of the game, and I don't think he likes getting said no to. Right. He doesn't like getting said no to him. Which it, it, it's ironic because he had very very humble beginnings. He Six came, round pick, Central Michigan. Central Michigan. And apparently, this problem. Go even Bruce Arians, his former offensive coordinator with the Steelers, said this go this went all the way back to Central Michigan with this shit. Did it actually? They, they said the coaches at Central Michigan saw. I think it, it might have been Schefter or Ian Rappaport. Or somebody got it from a source where it was like, no, this shit's been going on since he was in college. Really? Where he's like missing meetings and all this shit. And I'm like, I can't say I'm surprised because if this shit is happening in college. Where you are not getting paid anything, and you're missing meetings, arguing with the coaches. This shit's happening in college. Okay, yeah, now give that guy thirty million dollars. It's just going to fucking escalate. Right. The the funny thing is, again, I said I was uh, listening to like the the undisputed podcast, and Shannon Sharp was talking about this, saying the worst mistake anybody could have made was give this guy that much money. It's just going to turn him into a bigger and bigger jackass. And that's exactly what happened. Our worst fears have been realized. And even, even, it's, Ryan, it's even Ryan, Clark, Ryan Clark, How? his former teammate, said the same thing. He's yeah. like, oh, he even said, he's, before he got paid, he was like, oh yeah, this guy's going to be a diva for sure. This is mm-hmm. like 2011. Yeah. Again, I say, A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins... I, I don't even know what they sound like. They could be mute, for all I know. I've never heard them speak. Julio Jones, with this whole thing we talked about earlier, this is the first I've ever heard him like do anything like slightly controversial with this, this contract thing. It's and not I, every single wide receiver. No, it's, it's not. It's just those that choose to believe that they are God's gift to earth and, and have to do all of these antics. I wasn't alive in the, the Montana Jerry Rice days. As far as I know, I don't think Jerry Rice was anything like this. Jerry Rice was the most consummate professional football player that has right. ever walked the planet. And uh, similar to Antonio Brown, uh, Jerry Rice went to Mississippi Valley State. He did. He had humble beginnings and worked his way up to, to I think, probably undeniably the greatest wide receiver that's ever He is the, the greatest wide receiver football. of all time. Right. Um... Michael Irvin talked a lot, but I don't know if he ever did this he, much drama to a team. No, okay, well, okay, let me remind you. Irvin talked a lot on the field. He did. Yes. He was a great okay, trash yeah. talker. He is one of those. He did have some run-ins with the law with uh, some cocaine possession and all of that, which he paid for. Right. And I think in 96, he got suspended five games and took that suspension and full stride and kept playing. Until he hurt his neck in Philly. Okay. But there was no, there was none of this. I mean, there might, there was. I think nothing did, selfish. Did you? Basically. Well, hang on. I just thought of something. Did you ever read the story about? In the locker room, he stabbed somebody with a pair of scissors. Michael Irvin did. Yes. I don't okay. think I did. So I think it's it's the mid nineties. And uh, the players get haircuts in the locker room. They have a barber there. Oh right. boy, I, I don't, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I, I assume, right. And so, so apparently, some some rookie was getting his haircut, and Irvin said, 
get the fuck up out of my spot. It's my turn. Like, mid-haircut, he's like, I, he's like, man, I just sat down on mid-haircut. Like, not even like, oh, this is my spot, get the fuck out of here. He's like, dude, I'm mid-haircut. Like, you can see I'm getting my haircut right now. And apparently Irvin grabbed the scissors and stabbed the guy. Not a big deal. Not a big deal at all. And Antonio Brown's not doing violence, except against Mayock, but I... I don't think it's a secret that Michael Irvin's a crazy person, but though. Even Michael... Did you see his, like, pep rally thing for Miami Couldn't the understand day before him. Florida? Couldn't understand a word he said. But even... <laughs> dude, dude, this guy is off his fucking rocker. <laughs> even Michael Irvin had less drama than Antonio Brown. And he stabbed yeah. a guy. <laughs> how bad does that sound? Like, how bad is that? Like, fuck... It's just, it's, oh, God, it's, oh, my God. Can't do it anymore. I can't. We're moving on to college. Yeah, let's try to, let's try to, I'll try to keep it as brief as we can, because um, we're at an hour and almost ten minutes. We're good. We're good. Keep it rolling. We're on a heater. Uh, <laughs> we're on a heater. On okay, a heater. so this Clemson-Texas A&M game, Here's what's interesting. Last I checked, Clemson is a 17.5 point favorite against AM. AM is ranked 12. Okay? And Clemson's obviously ranked 1. Ohio State at home against an unranked non Power 5 opponent, 16 point favorite. Now, I am sky high on Cincinnati this year. I think that they're going to win uh, the American Athletic. I think they're going to be... I said that because uh, UCF has to go at Cincinnati this year. So that game is probably going to decide that that side of the conference. I can't remember what division it is, East or West or whatever. I, get, I don't remember. Um... Uh, what was I going to say? Cincinnati has to play home against UCF. Win that game. If they win that game, they could lose the following week at Houston and still be in the driver's seat because they would have the, the, the tiebreak against UCF. Anyway, neither here nor there. The fact that Clemson is 17.5 point favorites against the 12th ranked team in the country and Ohio State is only 16-point favorites, again, against a Cincinnati team that I'm high on, but they're unranked, and in the American. Uh, that, to me, screams that Ohio State is overrated, which makes me feel a lot better about my pick for Michigan to, uh, to win the Big Ten East and to win the Big Ten as a whole and then make it to the playoff. That's just me. Um... By the by the way, here's what makes me mad. Excuse me. Clemson won by like 35. I turn on Undisputed the next day, and one of the topics is, did this hurt Trevor Lawrence's Heisman campaign? It's like because he threw hurt? two picks. Exactly, and he he had like 200 passing yards or something like that. Like, Georgia not that Tech, much. people. Calm right. down. 
he didn't have to air the ball out because they were as soon as the ball was kicked, they were already up by fourteen. So you, you blanked, and then Clemson was up by twenty-one points. Anyway, uh, here's something: he threw that first interception. It was a bad interception. I get it. He, I, I guess he didn't see that corner sitting there. Sometimes you just read the defense wrong. Trevor Lawrence ran the guy down and knocked him out of bounds at the one-yard line. That shows hustle. That shows heart. And which that, I know doesn't show up. I know that no. doesn't show up on the score sheet. But the thing is, he knocked him out of bounds at the one-yard line. Clemson stopped Georgia Tech on fourth and goal. And that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know is he threw a pick and ran the fucker down. Or at yeah. least made an effort to run after him and happened to catch him. That's all he, you need to know. He made a great play. And it's a, it's an under-the-radar play because it's overshadowed by the fact that he threw an interception, which is like one of the shittiest things you can do as a quarterback. Okay? But he, I think, in my opinion, he more than made up for it, knocked the guy out of bounds at the one-yard line, and let his defense take over. He saved seven points by doing that. Okay, so I he he had his expectations set so high coming into this year because he was nineteen and stared down Nick Saban and didn't even flinch in that national championship game and was dominant. So it's like if he doesn't like have a perfect game, we're gonna be like, Oh my god, did Trevor Lawrence disappoint? No, he didn't. They're fine. I know Travis Etienne had a great game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is fine. Clemson's fine. I think they're going to cover 17.5 points against the 12th ranked team in the country. Texas Whoa! They're going to cover. Whoa! I wouldn't go that far. Watch. Don't believe me, just watch. Who, I... who, who sang that song? I don't fucking know. Uh, shout out to them freshmen. You on Instagram, straight flex. <laughs> you know I don't know music, uh, but no. I, don't believe me, just watch. Clemson's winning. They're not winning by 17. They're not winning by two touchdowns. Why not, really? Why not? Because A&M is not Georgia Tech. That's why. They're just... A&M's better than you think. No, I, I, I love Texas A&M this year. I, Clemson is just on a different planet when it comes to college football. And I, I, know, I know if Ryan was on the podcast right now, he would disagree with me, but... Because Ryan I, thinks there's no good teams anywhere. Ryan's top ten, if Ryan had to rank the top ten college football teams, it would be like Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio State's so just uh, practice the, squad, just Michigan's the entire practice Big ten. squad... And then, like, maybe Clemson sneaks in at eight. It's like, whatever. It's, it's so fun to roast Ryan when he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> That's very mean of us. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I like Clemson in the game. They're not They're not going to cover. Take the dog. Well, um, the, the point that's been brought up, I, I listen to the, the College Football Live. They have a podcast. Um, so I listened to that when I'm at work, cutting the grass. The point that they've been making was Clemson had two close games out of 15 last year. 13 of the 15 were blowouts. Two were close. One was the Syracuse game, 
Which, I was going to uh, say, 13 of 15 were blowouts, including the national championship game. Right. One was the Syracuse game because Kelly Bryant had just transferred and then Trevor Lawrence hurt himself. And then the entire the entire uh, campus at Clemson University almost off themselves. Uh, but Trevor Lawrence was fine and Sar- uh, Clemson survived against Syracuse. The other one was week two at Texas A&M. Clemson won 28-26 because Cle- uh, A&M failed to convert a two-point comp- two, conversion late in the game. So Clemson survived. So everyone's thinking A&M's coming back for revenge, this, that, the other thing. The game's at Clemson. Clemson, week one, I always say, is your sloppiest game. And they won by 35. They're only going to get better. I really, really would be surprised if Clemson does not cover this spread. I, I love a and this year. Again, I, I agree with you, Johnny. They're a very, very good team. But again, Clemson is like... If Texas A&M is on Earth right now, Clemson is on Pluto. They're, I really think they're that far ahead of everybody else, and I think that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna prove it uh, tomorrow afternoon. The game's three thirty on uh, ABC, I believe. Uh, yes. that's just my take. Please pardon my take. Yeah, right. Um, Texas LSU. Texas is not back. Go fuck yourself. Texas ain't back. Get out of here. You when you lose the last two years, you lose to Maryland. Twice. Yeah, that was bad. That was a Twice. bad look. And oh by the way, they had the same quarterback. It was not like it was different front quarterbacks. Same guy. Ellinger. Well, what year fuck what year is he? He's is a he? senior. No, he, he can't be. I think he's a junior. Is he a true junior? I think he is. Let me I'll try to look into this. He, um, so my senior year of college, I think he was a true freshman. So remember they, they played that game against USC that went to overtime? Yes. He was the quarterback that brought them back because before it was a Shane. He's a sophomore. Bouchelle or something. He's a sophomore. Ellinger's a sophomore. Ellinger is? Okay. Yeah. He, he's a baby. I think he so, got red. He had to have gotten redshirted because it says probably. twenty. It says twenty seventeen to now. Probably, that game against Maryland, he was a baby. I I, I, I really don't let that affect my opinion of him because I think he's a big time baller. It's Maryland. But it was week one. It was week one. Oh, okay. Give a shit, Maryland just played fucking Howard last week. That was okay. their week one game. Okay. A, a non-fucking FBS school. They put up 79 against them. Mind you, Penn State played Iowa, uh, Idaho, a fucking Idaho. F, an, an FBS school, and still put up 79. Okay. Do you remember what happened in the Red River showdown last year? Dicker the kicker, yes. Dicker the kicker. Ellinger outdueled the Heisman Trophy winner, Kyler Murray. You have to admit that this kid can ball. Show me. Okay. Well, he's going to show you. Now, here, here's the thing that, that blew me back in my seat. LSU is 6, Texas is 9. The game is, it's not a neutral field game. This game is at Texas. LSU, 6.5 point favorites on the road. Uh, That's big. That is huge for a road team. 
a road team against a top ten team. I I that I would have thought. I know people are high on LSU this year. First of all, I thought Texas was going to be favored, but the fact that LSU is almost a touchdown favorite. That is crazy to me. I, I don't know what you think, but I, I I think Texas is gonna win outright. That's just my pick. Uh, I I I was really, really surprised to hear that that LSU was it's it it's I think the, the beginning of the week, like Monday or Tuesday, it was like LSU minus two. And as the week progressed, it got higher and higher and higher. It's it's six and a half right now. That oh man. And I just I'm ready to jump out of my skin right now. This is a Friday night right now. We're recording. It, it opened. I, I want this game to happen right this second. This game is going to be epic. It opened at LSU minus four and a half. Did it really? Yeah. I thought it was lower. Okay. You might be right, though. Um, now, I LSU switched to the spread offense, which is good because they haven't done that ever. Run a more pro-style attack. I do, I do think that's going to throw a wrench in things. Because uh, LSU's defense is very good. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take Texas plus six and a half, but I think LSU wins. Absolutely, I, I like Texas outright. That's just, that's just me. I, I, lo- I really, really like Texas outright. I think this is uh, we, we touched on it last episode when we did the, uh, the college football preview. I said that Elliger was the best quarterback in the conference. It's not Jalen Hurts, despite what I saw uh, him do against Houston. Um, Texas takes a big step forward this year. Uh, I'll go Ellinger and the Longhorns. All right. I got LSU, so. Well, we'll see. And like I said, this is going to be a, a, it's going to be a doozy, man. This is going to be a great game. If this is college football fan heaven, this this football game, it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, when I got when I got Clemson for me, when I got Clemson A and M at twelve thirty, Texas or twelve thirty for you, right? Yes, I forgot. Twelve thirty for me, and then Texas LSU at four. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh god, give me a beer, and yeah. I'm gonna just strap in. And then the, the nightcap. Is not too shabby either. Even though I know USC lost their quarterback, Stanford at USC, I think is going to be a really fun game to watch. Clay Helton's fighting for his job. He absolutely is. For sure, but Clay Helton's whatever. on the hot seat. All right, we're uh, we're almost an hour and a half into this episode. We you have preview Penn State game on the rundown. Uh, Penn State's favored by thirty. They're fine. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo. Buffalo doesn't have uh, Tyree Jackson anymore. He was their uh, their all conference quarterback last year. He left. I don't know if he's in the NFL right now or not. I could look I it up, but I don't feel. N- like I have it. no idea. I don't feel like looking it up, but he he was a great quarterback. If he was still their quarterback, I would feel not nervous, but I'd be like, this isn't going to be particularly easy. But like Buff- Buffalo, they they don't have a chance. So I I actually I, I'm gonna demote. Buffalo Penn State to laptop status. I'm gonna have LSU Texas on the TV. Um, and then, so if you don't know, I ha- always have a game on TV, laptop, and then iPad. Uh, I I love Penn State more than anything. They're not getting TV status on this game. 
LSU, Texas gets TV. Penn State, uh, uh, Buffalo gets laptop, and then I don't know what's going to go on the iPad. Uh, but yeah, that's that's college football this weekend, and uh, we'll go from there. So, can we can we get to final thoughts, John? Yes, we can get to final thoughts. Okay. Um. Go ahead. I'll go first. The the FIBA World Cup. You heard me right. Not FIFA. FIBA. This is basketball. You're really going to do this to me right now. Here's the thing, Johnny. Is there, at full strength, is there any country in the world that can touch us in basketball at full strength? I'm going to throw a dart at the board here and say no. No. Okay. Now, the FIBA World Cup obviously is nowhere near important as the FIFA World Cup. That's soccer. But what some people may not know is this is also operating as a qualifier to get to the Olympics next summer. So if the United States doesn't make it far enough in this tournament, they got to do some last minute, like a couple months before the Olympics start, qualifying tournament. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to have to go through that. I'd rather just take care of business in this FIBA World Cup. So the United States, I, I actually talked about it on this podcast a few episodes ago, about how we had James Harden, Anthony Davis, and Damian Lillard all signed up to go to the World Cup. And they all pulled out. They all pulled out. So the United States is coming to the World Cup with a team where the best player on the team is Kemba Walker. No, uh, Kemba Walker is a is a really really good NBA player. No, he is not the Kemba, Kemba Walker. Yeah, he's on the Celtics now. Cardiac Kemba, as he was called at uh, at UConn when he hit that shot against Pitt. I remember watching that game live. Uh, Ryan's texting us for some reason, but I'm in the middle of a rant, so I don't give a fuck. Go. <laughs> um. So anyway, it, it, this team is is not at all a good indicator of the talent we have at in the United States. In basketball. And you know what? It almost bit us in the ass. Because we really should have lost to Turkey the other day. It's a Turkish team that's got some NBA talent. It's got uh, uh, Ursan Ilyasova, who used to play for my Philadelphia 76ers. I'm sorry, what? Exactly. Who? Ursan Ilyasova. Alright. We were... First of all, this game went to overtime. In what universe should the United States be going to overtime against Turkey in a basketball game? Okay. We were absolutely dead in the water in this. It it wasn't even, it wasn't an elimination game. It was just a group stage game, but we have a reputation to protect. Okay. So we're down by one point. It's 92 to 91. Turkey has the ball, or I'm sorry, we have the ball, and turn the ball over. Somebody gets the ball stolen from them. I can't remember who it was. I was listening to the game at work. And we intentionally foul, but the, the, the rules in international basketball are a little bit different than the rules in the NBA. So, like, if you don't make a very, very clear attempt at the basketball, it is a, uh, it's a technical foul, which means Turkey gets two free throws and the ball. Now, we lucked out because there's nine seconds left. Turkey gets two free throws and the ball, and they're up by one. 
Turkey misses both of the free throws, gets the ball, we intentionally foul again, misses both of those two free throws, and then my man Chris Middleton from the Milwaukee Bucks goes in, goes in for a layup, gets fouled with two seconds left, makes two free throws, we win the game. Folks, we escaped by Turkey, who then two days later, Turkey lost to the Czech Republic. We are not going to win this tournament. Australia, Serbia, and France are better teams than we are right now with the Russia that we sent to, to China for this World Cup. So if we do not make it far enough, we don't necessarily have to win the, 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 the tournament to go to the Olympics. We just have to be one of the two best teams from North and South America to go to the Olympics. I'm telling you, I, I think Australia, Serbia, and France have better teams than us right now. Because Damian Lillard, James Harden, and Anthony Davis just said fuck you and didn't go to the go to the tournament. And we're, this shows you other teams around the world, they can play basketball too. So if we do not put our best players in the ring, we're not as dominant as you think that we may be. And it's it's kind of scary. We're not the dominant team without our best players. I, I can't believe why these guys are keep pulling out. It's crazy. Now, I know uh, Jason Tatum, uh, one of the best young players in the NBA. He's on the Celtics right now. He's on the team. He did something to his ankle. It had a scary injury. Turns out it's nothing. He's got to be fine. But, like, I, I totally get it. Why guys are, are pulling out because there's always the fear of injury. But I just, this is a warning. If you think that you're going to send out the roster that we have now with Harrison fucking Barnes, we're not the best team in the world. Okay? This is, we got to play Greece. We're playing Greece in the second round. Greece has arguably the best player in the NBA right now. Giannis Antetokounmpo. However the fuck you pronounce his last name. Yeah. Yeah. He's on. He's playing. He's playing for his home country. We don't have Steph Curry. We don't have LeBron James. But Giannis is playing for Greece. Buckle your fucking seatbelts. This is gonna be difficult. It is not a walk in the park like you may think it is. So wake the fuck up, USA basketball. That's my rant. Go ahead, John. Uh, the Red Sox have to win. Uh. 19 of their last 24. Just to have a shot. <laughs> 19. I can't even say that without laughing. Psychotic laugh. Not not a funny haha, just a seriously. Guys, can we It's fucking September, can we figure it out? No. Cuz sales done and then I'm just very dejected Red Sox fan right now. Because fuck me, Devers and Bogarts are just going off. But, but uh, yeah, we can't seem to do a goddamn thing. Also, Andrew, USA's playing Mexico tonight in soccer. That's a friendly. I might have it on, but to tell you the honest truth, it's uh, 8, 8.52 Eastern time in 9 or 8 minutes. I'm more... Uh, uh, Interested in the uh, the Boise State Marshall football game? I, I Boise State got themselves into the rankings after that comeback against Florida State, so I'm, I'm curious to see what uh, Boise State can do with which their both of you, by the way, 
I'd like to mention. Didn't both of you have Florida State in that game? I, I, no, I actually picked Boise State in our in our group. Okay. I had Boise, so I was fist bumping. I, I did not trust Florida State after the shit they've been going through the last few years. They got to figure it the fuck out. Well, a lot of NFL, a lot of college, and Andrew basketball rant. Uh, you go, John. We will. Yeah, I'm good. We'll see you guys on Monday.